this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then cheers, Grace Halbig. Cheers, Mamrie Hart. Okay, this is a unique situation mm-hmm. because you are drinking a beer. I am drinking a Corona Light in your house. Yes, uh, like old times. I know. I went to the fridge to get a seltzer, and this was the first thing that like was in the front and center mm-hmm. of your fridge, and I was like, one of those sounds great. It feels nostalgic and familiar, doesn't it? It does. It's 4.55 p.m. on a gray day here in Los Angeles. A gray I, Monday. We're recording on Monday. We never do that. I know. So all of all of the things are a bit out of sorts today. Um, no, it's delicious. This just happens to be the first day I'm taking off drinking in like months. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. It's been too much. I'm day two of my big pee this month so period oh, period yeah i was like do you pee hard when you yeah. drink corona i was too hydrated <laughs> so i needed to dehydrate myself today no girl when you are on your period huh <sighs> you anything goes i'll drink yeah. a red wine at 11 a.m i don't give a shit <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like anything to satisfy the chaos that's happening in my body and you don't know what kind of urges you're gonna have and today mine was corona light what an amazing time to have your menzies though yeah when there's just an influx of candy everywhere oh yeah that's true. like you walked in and i was like will you take this bowl of candy home and i said yes i will accept this rose candy yes <laughs> oh speaking of candy i don't know if you saw my instagram story but i a box came through here for it got delivered for um the woman who subletted my place while I was in North Carolina. Yeah. And I finally, I didn't really eat candy yesterday. I ate like a, a baby Kit Kat or something. Good for you. Because I'm always just like, ah, I want, like I never eat sugar. So when wow. I, I drink sugar. Yeah, yeah. So I never like eat candy. So then when I'm going to have it, I want it to be like a really good dessert or something like that. Okay. So, but anyway, I texted her and I was like, hey, you got this box in and sent a pic. And she was yeah. like, oh, honestly, because she's a writer. She was yeah. like, I think that was like a gift for the writer's room or something like that. Okay. Like you can open it if you want. It's just some Ferrero Rochers. <gasps> That's my favorite candy. <laughs> the ones that are in the little gold eggs. The ones that like know they're better <laughs> well, than other candies. I will say, and I don't Ferrero remember exactly yeah. what they look like, but to me they look like candy wrappers that have already been thrown out. That they've already been crumpled up to they throw out. They got a crinkliness to them. <laughs> yeah. So basically what it is, is it's a delicious hazelnut and hazel, like, you know, like Nutella. Yeah. And then it's wrapped in like a real, like a wafer circle wow. and then dipped in chocolate with crushed hazelnuts. Oh. And then they wrap them in this gold foil and stick them in basically like a tiny cupcake paper. Yeah. I thought, like, they're literally at the checkout line at like CVS. Yes. But when I was. But it, only in like packs of two. Three. Okay. (laughs) You clock them. You make three because because I fully love that candy so much that I have like a process of how I eat it, which is like I peel off with Mm -hmm. my teeth the chocolate, the chocolate. Oh, I was gonna say the wrapper. The 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 only part. Oh my god, the idea of opening our oh Ah! ah, of opening a metallic. I'm salivating. Like I'm protecting my grinded down little teeth. Little nubs. <laughs> Your little nubs. Oh. No, remember when kids would take like a gum wrapper and fold it up to look like a re- like braces yeah. or a grill? Yeah. No. It it's mm, giving mm, me it's mm, giving mm. me electrocution mm, mm, mm. right now. No. No, but so I peel off the chocolate with my teeth, and then you're left with the wafer circle, and then I 
but it there's a a cut in the middle like it's two halves put together to form a sphere <gasps> so then i twist it and i open it up and then i eat what? it i mean it's full like ocd craziness but this is i just assumed that they were like malt balls i didn't realize no. there was this many like escape room elements inside of this I thing i mean <laughs> i don't think anyone else eats it like me i'm a true psychopath but no because when i was little mm-hmm. I get them in like my stocking or something. And I was like, this is the fanciest shit. Like when you have no concept of money and you see something wrapped in gold and gold. Yeah, I know that's (laughs) trust me. I, I don't touch them because they're too well off for my taste. I go for the Reese's. (laughs) No, you got to get in there. I'm going to give you some. Twix even feels a little too fancy. Twix? It's wrapped in gold. With that graham cracker bullshit. I'm saying it's wrapped in gold or it's wrapped (laughs) in a dirty brass. I don't know. Depends how you want to describe it. Oh, man. No. So they just appeared at my door. Two dozen of them. Wow. And I was like. And it was in a gold box, too. Like, it was it was definitely too much packaging for just a, a 24-pack of <laughs> drugstore candy that you get at, like, CVS for a last-minute gift, and which I highly encourage. I have friends who give me, like, that as the gift. Steve, our friend Steve. He always shows up with Ferrero Rocher's. Um, but I was like, what are the freaking Halloween gods doing for me? Yeah. I didn't eat candy yesterday, and then they show up with my favorite candy, like, bitch, what, you think you're better than Halloween candy? Yeah, wow. I mean, uh, yeah, you can't give this kind of candy out to kids on Halloween. No, it's way too nice. They would never appreciate <laughs> it. Never, it'd be like a, a little golden snitch or something. Yes. That's exactly. a, I'm Googling, yeah, it's a chocolate and hazelnut product by mm-hmm. the Italian confectionery company Ferrero, which <sighs> sounds like Ferrari, which sounds like it's a Formula One race car. Thank you. I mean, to be honest, it is of the candy world. If they had a Formula One race car that was sponsored by Ferrero Rocher that was painted metallic gold, I mean... I don't done. I would be in head to toe their merch. Yeah. Like I was the driver. I'd be standing out on a street, like doing the sign stuff for that <laughs> car, just out of pure love for the product and the sport. We should get we should hire one of those guys on the day of our live shows to promote our live shows. Oh. Yes. Well, if we got an arrow sign that said this might get weird and it pointed into the theater. Do you know what kind of people without context that would bring in? I'm fine if they're paying for the tickets. I don't want actual pervs walking into the theater. I think what would happen is they would at least it would get them to the box office to say, what's this show about tonight? Two girls. Yeah. Go on. Go go on. (laughs) One of them drinking. The other... Uh, we won't give any spoilers on the show that you should come to. Which you should come to. Great segue. We have shows in Nashville and Cincinnati next Wednesday and Thursday wow. that you guys should absolutely come to. Uh, Cincinnati's pretty full right it's now. It's pretty full, man. Which is really exciting. Phoenix is filling up. Yep. Thank God after our my breakdown. begging last week of it. We are, one would say that our ticket sales there are rising like a phoenix. There you go. Hi There it is. And then everyone gets to enjoy their December in whatever yeah, capacity relax, they want. Relax. And January we got Boston, New York, Philly, and Tampa. Tampa happening. is going to be fun. I, oh. I think Boston's almost sold out. So is New York. Yeah. Uh, or Brooklyn. You can come to Philly. Tampa will be fun because Elliot will be there probably. Elliot will be there. That's where he's with- from. Uh, family members that want to support of his that have never seen me do comedy before. So you so. guys need to come out and like 
really laugh about mm-hmm. Grace and then also just like lightly be like, man, could you imagine having her as a daughter-in-law? Uh, yeah, exactly. What a, what a what a jackpot, what a lottery winner Elliot's family is. And they'll be like, the, does your audience talk to uh, one group of people every show the every way show? that they've signified us? I'm truly going to look for hand twirler people. I mean... I think it's hilarious. Can someone get college credits for hand twirling? Oh, I don't know. I think it would be a PE. Or maybe an advertising internship. What's a a PE? Physical education credit. (sighs) For college? Yeah, you didn't have to take a... a, I did. I took yoga. That was the first time I ever took a yoga class. Okay. I took like weightlifting. (laughs) But then I took... You know this. I took snowboarding. And I only had to go on a snowboarding trip. And it was too hot to snowboard. (laughs) And that was it. That's crazy. I didn't have to go the whole semester. In hindsight, the college... (laughs) I know. I know. Why? Why? If you go to a like an arts college, like was your college a liberal arts college? Yeah. Which and you still had to do physical stuff. I I remember. I don't know if it in now fifteen years out if it was actually like something that was required or that it was something I could sneak in as a you know credit for something while just doing like a morning yoga class and be like this fulfills whatever this category is i have a question yeah i just said liberal arts college like very casually i don't actually know what that means does it mean it's liberal and it's artistic is there a conservative arts yeah is there a conservative (laughs) math college or something (laughs) or i would like to see the liberal maths right i just want to know like is it deemed that by like a board or is that just sub- is that what we could just call it? I don't know, because my school right? had uh, obviously science majors. Right. History. Majors. It wasn't all just like pottery. No, I mean, I wish it was, I but uh, it was not. But that's what other arts schools are like actual fine arts. There's fine arts and there's liberal arts. There we go. OK, it I says assume. a this- liberal arts college. It's a school category. Okay. A liberal arts college or liberal arts institution of higher education is a college with an emphasis on undergraduate study and the liberal arts and sciences. What what are exactly are liberal arts? Are there conservative arts? I think because fine arts <laughs> is different. Oh. I think that liberal arts is like You're here's not some theater stuff. Here's a <laughs> here's a smattering hippie. of art history if you want it. And we've we have Got this it. one woman that will teach you a bit of pottery, just a little bit, <laughs> if it fits in for you. My uh, dad was a pottery miner. <laughs> what was your dad not in the course of his life? A pottery miner? He was a pottery miner. I think I'm getting this right, Dad. To the point where, like, <laughs> like God bless, rest in peace. I miss her to pieces. Like my grandma is in, uh, her ashes are in a pot that he threw. Like when she was alive, she was like, David, I want my ashes to be in that that you made. Wow. That was after he had minored in pottery. Yeah, yeah. This was decades. This was decades. Oh, my God. Yeah. The friggin (laughs) the pressure. Uh, But does he still throw down now? He doesn't throw. And, you know, I think he should. Yeah. At least get him to watch the great pottery throwdown with the guy that cries every episode. Well, they just, and Mm. I mean, after years of telling them they would be obsessed, they just started watching Great British Bake Off in the last two months. And like, like they're still with the old hosts. Yeah. And I'm like, 
trust the me. The two women. Yes. And then the. Sue and somebody. Yeah. And then uh, Sandy. Yeah. And so they haven't even gotten to Sandy or Noel. Wow. So I finally convinced them of that. But I do think, I do think there's something nice about maybe like, you know, parents being like, you got time now. Go do something you enjoyed doing when you yeah. were younger that you then didn't have time to do. Totally. Get your dad a little pottery wheel. See what's up with that. One of the Halloween's costumes last night, a mom was, she built a little table in front of her. She was walking <laughs> with with the pottery, like a clay wheel. And she had a short haircut and she had a Patrick Swayze behind her. Oh, she was the scene from Ghost. Ma, and, wow. And I cannot believe I did not get a picture of her. I did give her a margarita and I was like, holy shit. That's- I'm just now seeing your costume incredible not good wait okay it's, i mean perfect segue into that sorry is, i've started nine thousand conversations no, in know. the last two minutes i'm already thinking about pottery <laughs> i'm thinking about the sensitivity of the man that hosts the great uh pottery throwdown I'm he's think- too sensitive he loves art and yeah. he's moved by it so he much. He definitely goes to liberal arts. He's not a conservative art. Exactly. Um, but I worry for him that he's like broken his seal that now like, yeah. what if he's just hardened his heart a little bit and he's not as sensitive, but he has to. He has to be. He has or to put it on. he's just actually kind of encouraging a full psychotic break in himself. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, because- everything single pot makes him emotional. I only watched two episodes and I just, for some reason it didn't click with me. And I'm sure if I like binged a whole season, yeah. it would, but I was just like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling the vibes on this. However, Great British Bake Off last week, fantastic episode. Uh, but then, you know, Paul did a handshake. Yes. And then you see him in the tent go, I hate giving out handshakes on that round. Like, you know, like he knows yeah. that his currency yep. of the Paul Hollywood handshake yeah. diminishes with as often as he hands them out. Right. And, you know, and what? if someone makes something truly incredible yeah. in episode one and you're like, I have to gamble on whether this is the most incredible thing that's going to get made. Yeah. I can't. And if I give out this handshake now, it looks like I'm giving them away. Right. And is that a contestant Mm. now going to be a too cocky? Right. Or B like that's a psychotic break. Like they're going to be like, oh, my God. All I'm doing is failing. Yep. Since my first round, I got a handshake. I don't think reality TV is helping the American psyche at all. You don't say. If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I am an absolute fiend for best fiends. I friggin' love it. And I've been wrong about things before, allegedly, but I'm definitely not wrong about this. It is the best match three style game out there. And I'm not just crushing the same old candy over and over again. I just try a puzzle game with something fresh to offer. In best fiends, you get to play through an actual storyline, complete with good guys, the fiends, and the not so good guys, the slugs. Your fiends start off as wee little baby versions of their future selves, and they are friggin' adorable. And the more you play, the stronger they get, helping you beat increasingly difficult puzzles. It's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all in one. You guys know I've been traveling, I've been in airports, and Best Fiends is a perfect way to just hop on my phone for 20 minutes, and instead of just being bored at a terminal, I get to have a blast. Plus, they have all these fun little themed-out moments, and it was just very spooky for Halloween. Love it. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends, baby. My favorite part of this time of year is uh, obviously 
the food, but I also can't get enough of how amazing everything smells. So why not join in on the fun and make yourself smell like a holiday with Native's new holiday-inspired products. Native has all the classic scents, but right now they've got deodorant, body wash, and toothpaste, incense like candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe. None of that old mistletoe. We're talking fresh mistletoe. Plus, Native is all about stopping the stink the right way, and that's why they make their products with simple ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil and without things like aluminum or aluminum I don't know how to say it British style aluminium whatever giving the gift of self-care is easy with native 2 just build yourself or loved ones personalized product bundles by mixing and matching three of your favorite holiday scented products into a set I have their candy cane scented body wash and oh buddy does it make you smell like a sweet holiday treat so stay merry happy and fresh this holiday season you will love natives limited time seasonal products as much as I do I hope so you have to it can't smell any worse than what you probably already smell whatever I'm projecting go to nativedeodorant.com and use code TMGW20 to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout that's nativedeodorant.com code TMGW20 for 20% off nativedeodorant.com code TMGW20 anyway how was Halloween last (laughs) night for you Halloween was not a night. It was a weekend. Yeah, I know. I had the opposite of you. Elliot and I were exhausted from the week before and just like fully resigned to settling in for the weekend. It was lovely, but I did feel the like jealousy. Did you have a little FOMO? Oh, for sure. But I was like, I'm so tired. I'll only be more tired if I go out. But I I can't look at social media Mm because it's only going to try to hypnotize me into going out. But how was it? You know, I love Halloween so much. And uh, same, I was kind of in a mode of like, I just want, sorry, I'm burping. I was having a <laughs> seltzer in a couple days. I was like, I said that. I had like nine white calls last night. I am just lying. Uh, <laughs> I guess I haven't had a normal seltzer yeah. in a couple days. It was fantastic. Uh, Chip and I did do twin diesels. Yes, which I saw. Yes. And- I, I only saw like selfie photos. Yeah. I wanted to see like a full, full leg situation. I, oh man, I don't but know if we did. I also noticed that Chip did not shave the mustache. He did not shave his mustache. Okay. And I was quite relieved. Yeah, relieved. Okay. Rel- only because like, then the, first of all, the whole then night would be about like me just staring at him trying to get used to that. And it'd be everyone I, I, staring at him getting used to it. And then the whole funny... Yes. A pun of your costume gets lost right. in the sauce. And be like, hi, I'm Vin Diesel. And this is a, a man I sleep with who looks like a stranger now. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it was crazy. This, this is after, I guess. Right? Like, I mean, it was already enough that we were both in bald caps. But yeah. I got really worried because I ordered... I ordered three different bald caps for each of us with varying degrees of intensity. What does that mean? Me. Like so, the- one the cheapest bullshit ones you can just put on, and they cost like five dollars. Okay, but this is like elasticity. This is no, like- no, no. In like there was one that was just like bum, like yeah. whatever. Like here's just- a condom. Put it on your head. Literally that. <laughs> um, like it was some company had an influx of flesh colored condoms and said we still got to make a profit. It was yeah, post Olympics that they were like no yeah. one took these. <laughs> yes. So that then there was one that was like a nice like a. $30 kit but it was like intense and had all these directions and it was like you formulate it you put it down you cut off the access you powder yeah. it you 
It's like when I, I buy an acrylic nail set from CVS yes. thinking I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, one hand would look okay. Yeah, exactly. The other one will be a claw. So I got that. And then I was like, if we really want to attempt it and like put in some time and like watch a tutorial for it to look really good, that's good. And then the next one were again, just like thicker bald caps with a couple built in wrinkles. Built-in wrinkles. Built-in okay, wrinkles. Fun. So I was like, oh, that'll be our Hail Mary. Yeah. But it turns out because they were thicker, it was better because you couldn't see my hair through it. Oh. Yeah. I was like, we don't have time to fucking learn how to do yeah. special effects makeup. That's <laughs> an entire schooling. Yeah. Uh, and we got to put up decorations and shit. So we put on the thick ones and then I got like spirit gum to like glue oh, it yeah. down. You could still see the hair in the back, but we, we got them on. We had muscle suits, shirts. We had the Vin Diesel cross. There's a Vin specific. It's Vin what the character wears okay, okay. in the movie. Got it. And then I borrowed some of Chip's jeans. So they were like loose and fun and then just sneakers. It's the most comfortable Halloween costume I've ever had in my life. I mean, there's a world in which you could dress like that every day. I literally <laughs> I was like, you're telling me people wear stuff that they're not constantly sucking in their stomach. There's a world where you just relax and exhale. There's a reason they call them mom jeans. I mean, I women. say that as I'm wearing sweats and joggers. A shirt that says Lady of Leisure. Lady of Leisure. <laughs> no, it was really fun. We immediately were in character. We uh, we had we had some friends come over, have a couple drinks. We went to a bar, had a couple drinks. We went to a party, had a couple drinks. We came back to the bar, had a couple drinks. <laughs> We stayed up. Me, Chip, and his friend Nick were like still drinking at 2.30 in the morning at, in my kitchen. Wow. To the point where I said to Chip, Chip was like, oh, let's have another. And I was like, we've got to stop. <laughs> I was like, you, at, you leave we've tomorrow. We've fast and furious. We need to stop I, was I said, in the last hour, I've eaten curry and pizza <laughs> and Coronas. It was because you have the Corona because we were like, we have to be method. Uh, we have to drink Coronas. That's what he drinks in the movies. Okay, okay. But it was really fun. It was really silly. We got a couple people wondered if we were two Mr. Cleans. Yeah, I we can got see that. Stretch Armstrongs. <laughs> uh, what else did stretch we get? Stretch Armstrongs. That's great. No one, no one thought we were a pit bull. I thought a couple people were going to oh, think we were Mr. Worldwide. Okay, okay. But you have to. I mean, sunglasses. I feel like are more his style. Well, now we've got the bald cap, so I can just pit bull on a random day. Yeah, you can. If I'm just feeling it. You can do a lot of things on a random day with a bald cap. We love it. <laughs> but the weird thing is because it was thick and we were outside and it was kind of cold. Yeah. Like we were chilly, but we were good. We were in the muscle suits. We didn't realize when we got home at the end of the night and I pulled it off, my head was soaking wet. Really? Like my hair looked like I got out of the shower. <laughs> it had just been cooking and sweating and like a little greenhouse. I couldn't feel anything. <laughs> So it was super duper fun. Um, but then so then the next day I was like, I don't want to twin. I don't want to vin after I've twinned. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, that's a lot. of Especially if you're going method for it. Like, yeah. It's exhausting. A lot of people came up to us and they were just like, family, family. Really? And like, yeah, you get it. You got it. So then I was like, I'm going to make another costume. And I did the, the foot sign. Yeah, which I know about, and mm -hmm. I know it's uh, hard. <laughs> I would say there's a very small percentage of our audience. I was like, I'm going to go niche. You guys, there was a cool sign in L.A. that was up forever called Happy Foot, Sad Foot, and it was a podiatrist. Yeah. But, like, one side of the sign was a really happy foot. Yeah. And then the other side of the sign was a depressed foot on crutches with more feet. 
It's a foot with feet. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't make any sense, and it <laughs> no, spun, it spun very slowly, and it was truly mesmerizing. When Iconic. I first moved to Los Angeles, I would drive past it almost every single day, and I was like, "That is wonderful." So stupid. So and I like, thought, like, yeah. why not do a niche one? Because everyone who's going to see it is in L.A., and yeah. like, there were some parents. They would be like, "Is that Happy Foot, Sad Foot?" <laughs> and then I would slowly spin, and they were like, "Oh my god, I love it!" Family, 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 family. <laughs> but we did have. Uh, there were a couple little cuties that came through. I mean, it was a pretty good turnout. Well, that's yeah. I watched this video this morning on like a Good News movement that was like a, a dad with his kids in the neighborhood realized that most of his neighbors were not going to do trick-or-treating. So instead, he had his three kids keep coming up to his front door and he would change what he was dressed oh. as for them. Yeah, so it's this montage of him just like answering the door to these three little kids and they're just squealing. And that is so cute. Yeah, it was so cute. So to know that you guys actually had people come by is... I had like 100 trick-or-treaters. Crazy. I handed out, I'm going to say 80 margaritas. To adults. To the adults. <laughs> to the, which is crazy, though, because there were a couple times someone, well, there were some people who were like, this is the house. I remember you from two years ago. <laughs> we, were, we were wondering if you were going to do margaritas we again. We didn't know if it was a mirage the first time that we came here. It was so funny, though, because because of everything that's happened, yeah. parents kept their distance more. And I mm. like, you know, like a fenced in yard. And so they'd be outside. So like friends would be helping the kids with the candies. And I would have to sneak out to the parents and be like, we have margaritas. Ah! So I just looked like this pusher man, like coming to the street and being like, are you adult? And I had to right. say, are you guys adults? Because sometimes they're, sometimes you see a kid trick or treating in a yeah, Batman mask. Course. And it's like, he looks like a grown man with the mask, but he's totally. actually 11. Right. And it's like, uh, you're not running a bar. You can't start carting no. on the street. <laughs> no. But there were a couple fun, funny ones that cracked me up. I think you and I talked about how there's a beautiful mo like a couple first years mm -hmm. where the kid doesn't have any preference of what to be and he doesn't yeah, talk yeah that you could just dress your kid up as whatever of course and it's funny later yeah so you know the show tim and eric yeah uh so there's this character spaghetti yeah and he has a comb over and he like hides behind stuff and like come and like scares people and is like spaghetti <laughs> and, and he's like got like a creepy mustache and some of them there was a kid and I was like, what is this kid supposed to be? And the parents were like, he's spaghetti <laughs> from the show. And then the dad was just dressed as a bush oh. because it was like he jumps out from bushes and scares people. That's fantastic. Then there was another. I'm going to say it was a walking baby. I don't even know. A how toddler? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're their baby or kid to me. Like your baby or teenager. I don't know. So uh, his grandpa is behind him and he starts walking up my little cobblestone, the little, the toddler, uh, and he's dressed like an old man. And, oh, no. And, and like with like a little like, you know, a little chapeau and a little like white shirt with a sweater vest. And he's just coming up like it's his first steps. And then he gets to us and he's like, just looks confused. And then the grandpa goes, Play him a song, Casper. And he pulls up a tiny fake violin and a tiny bow and just pretends to play the violin. What? He wanted to be a violinist. For, he said, my violin. <laughs> that was. And he just pretended to play the violin and we cheered. And then he and then he like left. He didn't even take candy. We were like, come back. You need a kid. So his Halloween costume was a violinist. Was a violinist. And his grandfather was his hype man. And said, like, play, play a tune, Casper. And he pulls up. 
like couldn't even speak just pulls up a tiny violin <sighs> puts it under his shin and then pretends to play it oh. i lost my mind amazing almost stolen i hope that child never learns and only yes that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It really killed me. It was so cute. That's incredible. That is <sighs> so sweet. Uh, and great to know that Halloween, the most fevered dream of a holiday, yeah. is still making its comeback for everyone in the most fevered dream of a few years. Well, that that's we've all just had. what I think about when I walk around the neighborhood for people. You know, I had like the big Beetlejuice worm and a, and a huge skeleton dinosaur and like i have some ghouls our yeah. first trick-or-treater was a l- little girl dressed as a cat and she legit screamed at a ghoul Aww. and i was like gotcha she's like you got me uh <laughs> like what's she a child I, I, I know she was just like oh yeah you got me give oh. me a margarita yeah. <laughs> but i have like playful you know halloween decorations yeah but when i see like there was one in my neighborhood two years ago that was like a scary like girl from the ring swinging yeah no no I think about people who are like visiting America for the first time and they're like, so it's just cool to have severed heads hanging off oh, your rain gutter in for lo- a month. And looking for <laughs> stuff to talk about for the podcast, there were so many stories of like neighborhood house Halloween decorations too look too real that 911 was called. Jesus. People had like uh, red paper on their windows with just like red lights behind it and it looked like the house was actually on fire and oh they like smoke God. machines. And so, yeah, uh, I'm sure everyone had quite a time last night I discerning mean, who's in trouble screaming and who's actually just enjoying the holiday. Truly, because like they don't celebrate Halloween. I, th- I think it's an American thing that then has like carried over yeah. to other places. But if you were just randomly visiting from a country who doesn't do it, because if I would think about it, I would be like, so you go and you dress up in a costume and you get candy. That's right. cute. And then if I turned to a street corner and it's like, or there's fake like look Halloween kill, me, killer clowns everywhere Halloween to me has been the most fuckery of a holiday yes. that I could imagine that's ever existed I love it so much but even before times that it's like children learn to go up to strangers homes mm-hmm. knock on the door and ask for candy and then they get it and then they go to school and the school says stranger danger never accept candy it from strangers and then you're only allowed to dress up in your fantasies like once a it's very strange all of it's bizarre I to me it. but as someone that works in entertainment like I, uh, of course i love it but. but but i also love it because it's like to me it feels like the most community holiday yeah like, it's like, a very know, neighborhood bringing the neighbors together yes, like yeah no one wants to fucking carol i was yeah. talking about this the other night i was like we need more things where you like actually interact like mm. i had a, a guy last night came to get a mark he's got his he's like it was really actually sweet how many it was just dads taking the kids oh. and probably being like, mom, take a fucking night off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a group of like cool dads in their like early 40s. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we'll take a margarita. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is awesome. And then he was just like, I'm your neighbor, dude. I'm like six houses down. How long have you been here? And then another woman came and like full Cleopatra and was just like, my husband lived in this house 20 years ago. I was like, I'm getting, Whoa. I'm meeting my neighbors. I'm getting a hiss. She was like, wow. we started dating when he lived in this house. And I was like, oh girl, you want to go see some memories? Like, you want to see some real ghosts? <laughs> Go get them out yeah, of here. Yeah. Something's been scratching in my walls yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you been up there reminiscing? Wow. So anyway, I do. I'm, I feel like I'm like, what's, what's. Yeah, I guess it's it's different. Like it. It's very cool. I just have moved so much that I don't have that sense of like, I live in this neighborhood. But I don't, I don't like. That's why it was cool to be like, oh, yeah, you're a cool neighbor. I'm going to wave at you next time I walk my dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And not like really try to ignore 
So anyway, <laughs> that's really great. Good t- oh, one more little thing. Of course. About the trick-or-treaters. So out of the gate, one of our first is like a group of like four boys. I'm guessing 13 years old. And you know, okay. I love an older trick-or-treater because I'm just like, hang on to the magic as long as possible. <laughs> right. Like, like, don't be too cool for this. Yeah. Two of them, totally not in costume. Okay. They're just coming for the candy. And what yeah. are you going to say? No. Yeah. One of them in Top Gun outfit. Okay. And then one of them in a suit. Right. Okay. And so I was just, so I say, and he's, and he's like the talkative one. He comes up, he sees me in the foot outfit and goes, I get that reference. <laughs> Whoa. And Whoa. I was like, okay. And he goes, do you get me, do you get mine? And I was like, suit guy, a Wall Street guy. And he was like, no, I'm from a, uh, an older horror movie. And I go, I don't know who. He goes, I'm Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. And I was like, oh, this kid is going to be a weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, he remembers the old foot sign on the east side of LA. And he goes as an actual axe-murdering psychopath who's obsessed with money. Anyway, I was like, already it was like the Twitter of like red flags of like, no one date this kid. No one date this kid. But then the Top Gun, I was like, only in LA. I go, oh, I love that. You know, uh, me and my friend were Top Gun one year. Yeah. And he just goes, my mom worked on the second one. Oh, wow. He was so proud and sweet, though. And he was the one who was just like, thank you so much for the candy. I love your decorations. But I was just like, oh, only in L.A. Are you like cool movie reference? And they're like, yeah, my parents worked on the movie. It's on my mom's IMDb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. They're like, ah. Next year, he just goes as his mom's IMDb page printed out. (laughs) And the two other kids that weren't dressed up are actually like uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's kids. For sure. (laughs) We don't need it. So anyway, sorry, that's that's my Halloween annual ramble. I'm glad it went so well. You've been planning for so long, I feel like, of the twin diesels of it all, that it actually happened, especially in the the world which feels like who knows how to do what anymore. I was so, yeah, concerned of like, was Halloween going to be uh, Halloween this year? I was like, do I have a margarita machine? Do I have 80 margaritas? And no one's coming. I know. I came over the couple of days before and I saw that. I was like, "You well, you rented one this year. OK, you know, yeah, and that's how you manifest. <laughs> you get it to happen. But, but it's kind of like the Paul Hollywood handshake. Yeah. Because now I'm like, yeah, I how know. do I top myself? That's what I was wondering. Because people are going to go, oh, yeah, that house. Uh-huh. That's the best house in the neighborhood. So then, so and also, then what do I have? Like, do I create like a walk through haunted trail through my driveway? What and that has you? just jello shots everywhere. Like, I don't know. But also, if on the off chance that you leave this house, you leave the new people with a I legacy know. that they will have to live up to and disappoint so many people. I know. <laughs> I know. What if a bunch of like conservative Christians move in here who think Halloween is evil and they hand out like and all the cool pro-life show up pet pamphlets? <laughs> They're like, where's the Marg? And they're like, sir, uh, would you like to join me in prayer? We have, my name is Marge, and yeah. I believe in <laughs> that Christ will save us all. Oh, oh my man. God. Wow. The holidays are fast approaching and things are about to get a little nuts. But with HelloFresh, you can spend less time in the kitchen and start doing more of what the holidays are all about. Yep, I'm talking about eating, y'all. Also, spending time with your family and friends, you know, but mostly eating. And that's because HelloFresh makes the holidays easier. You get a weekly delivery made to help you cut back on meal prep and cleanup. Plus, they've got limited edition holiday boxes that help you cook up a family feast, no planning necessary. And HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, hello, calorie smart, maybe, and gourmet options. So there's something for everyone at your table. You know it's getting cold outside and I am loving 
all like the warm soups and I'm so excited to try from my box this week a delicious chickpea kale and tomato soup with couscous and ciabatta there's also like an apple cranberry kale salad you know I love that kale so go to hellofresh.com tmgw14 and use code tmgw14 for up to 14 free meals and three gifts that's hellofresh.com tmgw14 and code tmgw14 for up to 14 free meals and three gifts oh kale yes it's the most wonderful and bonkers time of the year, especially if you're running an online store between managing inventory, filling orders, and interfacing with stressed customers. But with ShipStation, the hassle of shipping out holiday orders melts away, leaving you with happier customers and more freedom to run your business or get the time off that you deserve. ShipStation makes shipping the easy part of running your online store so you can get back to the important stuff. With ShipStation, you can easily import orders from any sales channel and automatically just about any shipping task all from one dashboard ShipStation also works with all the major carriers international and local like FedEx USPS and UPS plus you get discounted rates make this holiday season a little brighter with ShipStation and use our offer code of TMGW to get a 60-day free trial just enough time to handle the holiday rush just go to ShipStation.com click the microphone at the top and enter code TMGW ShipStation make ship happen well, the only thing that I had looked up to talk to you about today that I thought was interesting and I've only mm. sort of skimmed it is I saw this article on BuzzFeed. Um, heard of it. Heard small, of that. Small up and coming website. You guys should check it out. Yeah. Uh, Gen Zers are sharing the millennial trends they plan to end. Um, they plan to end. They're acting like it's a takeover. Right. Um, and this the person that wrote this article says, and to be honest, they're kind of right. <gasps> so I'm curious what you think. So basically I still wear skinny jeans. OK, don't go for me. As far as the couple that I've seen, it's not necessarily that. So someone had kind of asked, I guess, on Reddit um, or yeah. Uh, Gen Z, what are some trends, ideologies, social things, etc. that millennials did oh. that you're not going to continue? So it's not just like like no, it's not just what you jeans. look like. Okay, but <laughs> even though the first one is weird ass eyebrows. <laughs> Wait, which <laughs> eyebrows do they hate? This I little mean, sperm ones? They know. See, that's what I went to. They they show this photo of on the article, but that's not necessarily. It's like a very Kardashian type of eyebrow. The dr they don't like a drawn on eyebrow. Well, just so <sighs> you know, just so you know, your body changes when you get older, Gen Zers, and yeah. sometimes. You can't grow a bushy brow. Sometimes right. you got to have help. But I will say that if they are referring to like the squiggles eyebrows oh, and like the glitter shit. eyebrows stuff that like, yeah, we could take a break on eyebrows for a bit. Eyebrows we, can remain as uh, the classic shape. We did the most to them in the 90s by plucking them into obscurity. So. I mean, truly, I saw some photos of me from high school recently and I'm like. They look like I'm, they're drawn on with pencil. They yeah. look like I accidentally the burned off my eyebrows. And then I was just like, oh, hurry. Someone's coming. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And took, and took a need... fine tip Sharpie. A fine tip. <laughs> yeah. Then I made sm upside down smiley faces over yeah. both of my eyeballs. Truly. If I like frowned hard enough, I could just be the McDonald's M <laughs> yeah, exactly. of the two arches coming together. Uh, another one is. That bad relationship millennials have with boomers. We will never oh. have that problem with Gen X, is what Gen Z says. Okay. That the way, I guess, we treat our elders or vice versa is not something that they are going to have a relationship like with their 
next oncoming generation. Wait, but how can they say that? Because I know that's it. There's like saying. boomer. Like that's what I think is stupid is they don't know how the next generation is going to see them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but this is, you know, they're so. Oh, they're so wise. Oh, Sorry. Um, to, uh, I'm not trying to alienate any of our Gen Z listeners. We no, because a lot of these I'm like on board with. One okay. is being social that they said. They're uh, not going to be social anymore. They're not going to be social, according to <laughs> this person. Who speaks for this generation that they're not going to be social? These are all the top answers that came through this Reddit thread. That is so funny. Uh, but, they, but I think it's because being social out in the real world versus being social through their phones type of thing. Got it. I think but they were born into social media so like, leave your house kids yeah this is the one i'm i'm kind of into hipster food it's too damn expensive that they talk about why oh. pay 50 bucks for a deconstructed salad when you can go all peter rabbit and nab some goods from a local garden okay um i see what they're saying i love what they're saying mm -hmm. but also First of all, where's this $50 deconstructed salad? <laughs> I'm like bougie food and I ain't even seen that. You know what I mean? Like that's some one percenter shit. Yeah, this is a bit of over exaggeration all on all of these. Mm -hmm. The other thing they say, uh, this is where it becomes, Sorry, this is just me being an old lady. No, this is why I'm saying <laughs> I'm curious about this. It's also Get fascinating to hear. Yeah, exactly. Like how and what they think originates with us. Uh, they say, I think self uh, depreciating humor is dying and I think millennials started that it's seriously getting old when people say they're depressed as a joke okay here's the deal <laughs> mental self-deprecating <laughs> and saying you're depressed I mean there's I do a lot of self-deprecating humor yeah that has nothing to do with depression it has to be with you know what I mean it's just and making I fun will, of yourself I love it and I make fun of my depression because it's the only way I can handle my clinical depression yeah <laughs> She'd be more depressed if she didn't make fun of the depression. I think you guys could use some lulls in your concerned mental health situations, which yes. are valid. Mm. But perhaps there is some laughter to be had that heals the broken hearts out there. Preach. Uh, okay. Cringe culture. It's fucking dead. As long as it's not hurting themselves or others, let people enjoy things. Which is interesting. I don't fully understand. I guess it's that I feel you're like making they're cringing at cringing. Right. That that our generation makes fun of people that are genuinely enjoying. I don't think this speaks to us because yeah, we're nice. We go to. <laughs> I was just saying that, uh, and I'm sure, and then all of the trolls just pull up a million clips yeah, of us making fun of shit, shit that people love. <laughs> but I think the reason that we go to like conventions yeah. and like dog shows, and we are just like it's so wonderfully fascinating mm -hmm. and interesting and cool to watch these people that care about these things so yeah. much that have dedicated lives or like their free time to this one thing that you and I could never <laughs> I totally agree like even last night I would ask people like characters like who are you like who are you dressed as yeah and you would see them be like oh it's just a, it's just a whatever like there's this one girl who she was dressed and I was like Oh, wait a second. What are you dressed as? She's like, oh, it's just, no, it's just this anime character. It's nothing. And I went, wait, from Demon Slayer. You're the sister. Yeah, that's all. That, and, yeah. And, and she was just like, yeah. But I'm just like, if you like something enough to dress as it yeah. for Halloween, like, that's that's I a little too deprecating. Love that. You like know? I, yeah. I mean, going to that one Harry Potter convention, I was like, this is incredible yes. that these people are so dedicated and in love with this. And it's like a world I don't know, but... I love the enthusiasm for. Also, if we're going to if I'm going to be honest, 
I think I said it in a different way. I think this is Gen Z cringing at us. Yeah. A hundred percent. So put that in your pipe and, and smoke it. Here's a good Deconstruct one. this salad spreads butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> the bill drops $50. <laughs> Gratuity not included. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to leave until tip has been cashed. <laughs> I'll cash that tip. Uh, oh, I haven't Jesus. read this one yet. I hate the whole, I've been doing this longer than you vibe that millennials carry. Don't assume that just because someone is older than you and has been doing something longer than longer that they're automatically better at it than you. I disagree. <laughs> I vehemently disagree. <laughs> that sounds like a young person that doesn't have enough life experience yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I don't think you have to respect your elders as a blanket statement because there are a lot of older asshole idiots. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's when you learn like that your parents don't have it all together. You're like, oh, wait a second. What's this whole respect your elders? How about I respect someone who respects me back? However, there is something to be said about people who like are young and doing something. Yeah. And they think they're an expert when you're like, Okay, something is to be said about life experience. Yeah. It's like if someone's crazy popular on YouTube right now who's a little a little in it, and then they'd be like, well, well, I know what I'm doing. I'm fucking killing it. And then they'd be like, cool, let's talk in 10 years. Yeah, see where you're at. Maybe a little advice would be uh, warranted. Yeah. This is this is memory rants. The last part, <laughs> the last one on this is, and finally, trashing on younger generations. <laughs> When I see well, when I see millennials get shit on by Gen X and boomers and then turn around and go Fortnite sucks kids these days <gasps> eat Tide Pods etc I'm just bewildered is the turnaround period between bullied and becoming the bully that fast Wow Where do Oof. I live Where do I I don't feel like I'm ever bullied I feel like I'm just the bully <laughs> I feel like I bully myself too much so how can I bully other people That's self-deprecating Grace and it's making me cringe which I'm not allowed to do Ah then I guess <laughs> <laughs> I will let this young person who knows how to podcast better than me take over yeah, and I'll get seriously. the hell out of here. My God. Wowie, wow, wow. If you guys want to see some literally self-deprecating humor. Yeah, truly. <laughs> then come to our tour. Please do. We would love that. Yeah, it'd be really fun if in you the You also next, will cringe. Um, but you will not respect these elders. Yeah. And, uh, and we can't do it better than you. <laughs> <laughs> And we got a we got a young one, John Kozar, opening for us. The next yes, God bless. Shows. He's bring, he's bringing down our our median age. Yes. Also, y'all, we have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. This might get weird, and yes. it's really fun. And for those of you who are thinking about joining, or those who are patrons of ours, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Second of all, we're doing our like. It, you're starting to taste the end of the year like how are we going to reconfigure how are we going to organize how can we make it bigger and better? We're so, refreshing. We're revamping. We're hitting refresh. Yeah. This got weird. <laughs> yeah. 